you guys heard that too? You gotta consent to it now. Like, oh, I've never heard that. Yep. That's a new thing. Yeah, Zoom updated. What the hell? We I'm leaving this in. On, we used to joke about it on Skype. We're like, hey, I'm recording you, so if you say anything, don't fucking sue me. And now Skype's, oh or Zoom just like, we're just going to eliminate all that shit so nobody gets sued on our account. So. They're making you, they're, so you have to have consent? Because some states have a two-party consent rule for recording. So, like, in New York, you have to tell the other party that their call is being recorded. Like, And the only no. reason I know that is because of the friggin' Taylor Swift-Kanye West drama from years ago because she didn't oh. know she was being recorded on a phone call. So, You know, sense. that word is so loaded. I'm just totally kidding. Welcome to Real Talk, ladies and gentlemen. That was the <laughs> best intro that we'll ever have. We have a very special show for you today for two reasons. I'm so and excited. <laughs> before I get into it, I just want to give a huge shout out to our boys at justition.com. They are now in the Seneca One Tower downtown Buffalo. Go check them out. Use promo code REALTALK10 on the website for the latest and greatest in hockey streetwear. Also head on over to verbero.com. Use promo code REAL or go to verbero.com slash REAL. Use that promo code. You save yourself 5%. Now, co-host of the day, we have Marissa kicking it out in New England. What up? Hey, hey, what's going on? Hey, hey, um, <laughs> what's going on? Hey, hey, I'm. We just very got done tired. talking about some Sam Adams. Oh, I know Sam Adams. Oh my God, I could use a Sam Summer right now, but yeah, I think I got one. I'm sticking in the water right now. Yeah, water, awesome. Water. Uh, Cop of water. Cop of water. Before I get into the guest, that's very important for this week. <laughs> we have a very special guest on the show today, coming in from overseas, coming off a big win today for the Basel Gladiators. Love it, love it. Jonesy B, what up? What up? What up? Long time, time. No see, dude. I know. It's been I'm forever. So right now. It's a tough. It's a tough life over here. It's like the time change is just brutal. Six hours ahead. You look. You look exhausted, brother. I oh, would yeah. be. You could consider me a liar if I said I wasn't. Dude, you look <laughs> shot, bud. I'm glad you guys won today, good. though. That's sweet. It was not the prettiest, but hey, a win's a win. I, exactly. For those of you, this will be up for video, obviously, but for those of you who can't see right now and you're just listening on the pod, Jonesy has more bruises on his body. <laughs> Dude, that, this that isn't even, one. This, this is like two weeks old. It just keeps That's getting disgusting. re-got. Yeah. Just getting like, tagged up. My elbows, I have like two elbows now. Oh my God. <laughs> QB1 life is a rough life, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> And as previously mentioned, we do have another great guest today from Habs Eyes on the Prize, Locked On Canadians. Obviously, we have to have him, one of a fan favorite guests, Scott Matla. Scott, what's going on, brother? Well, I'm doing better than Jonesy because I'm not covered in, like, gunshot wounds. Is that abuse? Like, really like, what it looks it like. looks like a paintball. Like, it looks like a pistol. I was going to say, it looks blank. like I hit with a beanbag or something shot out of a shotgun good god dude <laughs> Jesus. Jeez. yeah it's a good thing you don't have to go sec- through security looking like that right now <laughs> might have some dude, questions I, for you I, like, I go to the spot like I, there's a there's a salt bath like a spa over here that we go to after games and i'll go there and i'll just like or i'll go to the gym and i always wear a cutoff because my arms just look like they've been mangled by a gorilla i'm just <laughs> disgusting Damn. i can just feel people <laughs> looking at me being like what the fuck are you doing Dude, know. it's a good thing Kev had you doing so many bicep curls, bud. He didn't have me doing many, but well, I mean, the, you that I beg to differ just by looking at you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I may have make I may have mixed them in my own. It's all the it's all the rows and pull downs, all that stuff, bud. Looking it is huge. a lot. Got to work the lats. I uh, I love it. I appreciate it. That's dope. So obviously we have scat uh, scat we have scott on i'm so excited i have too many sam summer ales today so excited for obviously we have the stanley cup playoffs starting tomorrow most of you are going to listen to this probably tomorrow morning so tonight um scott i'm gonna be completely honest with you i mentioned this to marissa and i want to start out with this i i know that you have to in certain scenarios not admit to this but given the circumstances i want you to be straight up honest with me are you like the rest of us surprised <laughs> <laughs> surprised is an understatement so my I, ha, I have a dm with some friends that is always changing game to game that we got to game four against toronto and they went down three one and i went ah well if they win another game or two cool you know it's uh it'll it'll go on you know and then they won game five i'm like cool and that's fun everyone said leafs in three this is fun and they got to game six and i went there's not a goddamn chance they're gonna do this is there and then it got to game seven. I'm like, I don't think I've ever felt a nervousness like that. And then they won game seven and I won ascended to a God tier of shit posting for about a week and a half straight. <laughs> and then they, then they just bodied the jets. 
And oh yeah. It's like, okay, this is, this is dumb. I, I kind of expected this, but like, holy crap. And then I'm like, ah, oh, it's Vegas. Oh, that's going to be tough. And then they lost game one. I'm like, ah, oh, that's what I expected. And then they were like, Hey, actually, you remember those first 10 games of the season where we're good? We're that again. Only carry price is really good right now. And I was, I'm just like, this, this gravy train ran a lot longer than I thought it was going to at this point. I'm having the most fun. I'm also having heart palpitations during every game. My Apple Watch tells me to breathe like three times a game. And it's like, I don't need this right now. I'm, let, me, let me live my life, Apple Watch. But I am absolutely as stunned as everybody else. It's fun. We knew they were capable of better. But... Holy shit! Is this just far beyond what I imagined, dude? It's unreal. I gotta, I gotta be honest with you too. Which is, which is, I love that you brought up the Apple Watch thing. It's like, hey man, you should go for a walk or something. <laughs> it's like it's so crazy. But I, I appreciate. So as a Rangers fan, this is hard for me to admit. But like, I'm so on the Habs wagon right now. It's not even like I want them to win so bad. I can't even explain it to you. And then, because I was kind of pulling, like not kind, I was pulling for the Leafs. And I had, I thought you guys had no chance. I, I really did. I thought it was just going to go the way it was looking. And then, okay, great. And then going into Winnipeg, I was like, man, Winnipeg is a really hard place to play, except for this year. And then, dude, that was like, I, I, I feel like that series right there was like, the guys kind of got, hey, we can do this. Like, we're all in. I feel like that was a real big buy-in series for them. And I, I don't know. I've just been so impressed with the way they're playing. It, the belief series was Carey Price is – Damn good. is good Some respect on that guy's name again i should say not for the first time but again and then the winnipeg series was just hey Corey perry and eric stall and the old army are going to come and they're just going to own souls because winnipeg can't do anything about it and then vegas was just up and down the lineup it's nick suzuki it's cole caulfield it's josh anderson it's joel edmondson it's jeff petrie with three fingers red eyes and uh hoping oh, that was terrifying oh my god <laughs> the red eyes nobody the, wants to play against that are you the kidding blood me? ritual canadians are amazing <laughs> you got petrie bleeding from the eyes you got Corey perry with half of his goddamn nose Face missing and they're out. just like we 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 haven't seen Michael for a leak in weeks, so we just assume he's like tied to a pentagram in the bell center. There's a summoning like, circle in the bell center. 100%. Don't worry, there is one. Jo- Poor guy, <laughs> Jonesy. Serious question, and I'll, I'll yeah, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and move. This is just from you and I talking. Forget the fact that I'm a Rangers fan. How hard is it for you to believe me saying I'm rooting for the Habs, considering the fact that Corey Perry is on the team? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if anybody hates the worm more than you. Yeah, yeah okay. Thank you know, you. What I, like, I, the, I'm just the fact that you're rooting for them. You know, like that's one thing. And but, I'm rooting for him. Like, I love him. That's that's the thing. I don't understand what's happened to you. I don't know if like me moving away has just totally Maybe. changed it's, your brain. Like your wavelengths warp. are all wrong because you. I think one of the first few times I was even on the show, like when we first got this going, you're like. I, I think I said something about how I hate Andrew Shaw. Like Shawzy. I just, yeah. Because yeah. when he was on the Blackhawks, and you were like, you know who I fucking hate? The Worm. I hate yeah. Corey Perry. I fucking hate him. <laughs> and now yeah. all of a sudden you're like pulling for him. I don't even know who you are anymore. Dude, it's not even his fault though. Because when he was in Anaheim and when he was one of the best scorers in the league, people were calling him Scory Perry. So like I couldn't forgive him even though it's not even his fault. Right. Do you know what I mean? So how's how's the environment over there is like are guys that whether they're americans or just from other like parts of the world are they following the cup finals or are they involved at all or what's going on um one of my teammates is actually from canada nice so whereabouts from, uh ottawa shout out uh shout out ottawa he's actually a minnesota wild fan so hey huh. figure that one out oh, well shout out um, mark mowers <laughs> for real we love we love mark mowers i just did a show by the way shout out to my little falls and marty's illegal stick just did a show with mark mowers and a couple of the other guys down the valley go check it out it's awesome mark's the man Mark mowers that's our guy um and then i have a couple of friends i mean switzerland loves hockey yeah i mean they they absolutely love it there's one of the guys that's a junior coach for our organization he knows um like abdicator he's met a bunch of guys that have played really recently yeah he's really well connected but um, a couple of my friends from my previous team are are Lightning fans, so they're oh. excited again. I know, that's brutal. Uh, Unfortunate, and, uh, but but I don't know. I, I mean, most of the guys on my team don't. You, the, the hard part is the Euro Cup is going on right now. Ah, uh, soccer, right? I've been that's watching dope, that at work. though. 
That's cool, though. But it's so not, dude. I, I've been having this argument. Well, with I this. mean, for them, it's cool. Not for yeah, me. They, well, and Switzerland plays tomorrow. They actually made it yeah. through. But they haven't won an elimination game, I think, like 60-some-odd years. So you want to talk about the Habs breaking a streak? How about these fucks? Well, that's <laughs> – I mean, that's the other thing, too, that's, like, kind of crazy is – oh, yeah, this is a good story. And you'll especially appreciate this, Scott, because, again, I'm not a Habs fan, but I was rooting for him. The game they clinched, right? bunch of people that I work with are like, hey, like this is the day before. What was it, Thursday they played? So Wednesday. A bunch of people like, hey, we're going out for drinks tomorrow. You want to join us? And I go, <laughs> they're like, what? I go, oh, the Habs have a chance to move on. And they're like, what does that mean? I go, to the Stanley Cup. They go, why is that a big deal? I go, oh, Canadian team mean? hasn't won it since 93. Oh. <laughs> like, you can't, they'll put it out of the bar and go, oh, what if they don't? <laughs> it, it's kind of a big deal. I need you to understand this is a big deal. And I'm very to- lucky. So, and you and I aren't friends on Facebook. I don't, do you have Facebook, Scott? Yeah, unfortunately. Okay, I don't think you and I are friends on it, but <laughs> I, I, it. I posted on Facebook. I go, man, a lot of people look really dumb for down uh, Carey Price, huh? <laughs> Dude, he's be been, me. It he's been be un- me at all. I almost want him to skate out tomorrow in the red pants. Like, I almost want him to. No, no, <laughs> don't, no, no, no. I do not put that evil out into the world. Don't well, put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. So we tried this. In, in all seriousness, terrible. though, Corey, uh, so to Carey Price, guys for years have doubted his ability to do this. Is he just playing out of his mind right now, or is he solidifying his, his rightful position as one of the best goalies of his era? Because yes. I would say for sure. It's, the answer is just simply yes. It, it's yes, <laughs> yes in that he wasn't great during the regular season. Part of it was the penalty kill was absolute booty cheeks for most of the year. And he got hurt. Like, he got concussed late in the year, went home. Jake Allen got him to the playoffs, which everyone who told us we spent too much money on goaltending. Thanks, uh, Jonesy. Yeah. You're welcome. That's a Blues fan. Jonesy. Miss Jake Allen. What? I mean, what? You can just fake blocker fight somebody instead and get eliminated in four games. Oh. But anyways, besides the point is <clears throat> Carey Price got to the playoffs, and then everyone who's seen Carey Price play under the brightest lights knows – this is what Carey Price does. He did right. it in 2014. He did it in 2015 when he won every award on the face of the earth. He did it last year. He did it at the Olympics, and he's doing it this year. Playoff Carey Price is a real thing. Like, I, I don't know how to make it any more unreal. Yeah, like just Gemini. unreal. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that, too. So you, you say how bad the penalty kill was. And now you look at how good the penalty kill is right now. What is it, 93.5% right now in the playoffs? They killed 31 straight penalties. Yes, 31 wow, straight penalties, dude. <laughs> they haven't allowed a power play goal since round one. It's, and the thing is, I love that. my co-host and I had to do an episode where we ate croaks. The guy who coaches the penalty kill is Luke Richardson. And we're like, he, he's got to go. The penalty kill sucks. They fired the guy who runs the power play. They fired the head coach. The penalty kill still terrible. The interim head coach gets COVID and Luke Richardson takes over behind the bench and just goes, by the way, we're just the 2000s devils. Go fuck yourselves. You're not getting anything through here. And it's not like Vegas is a slouch. It's not like Winnipeg's a slouch. It's not like Toronto's a slouch. And part of it is Carey Price, but it's like Philip Deneau, the defense, everybody has been just – the switch just turned on and they're like, we're the best penalty killing team you've ever seen. Good luck. And I, I cannot explain it for the life of me. And I don't really want to, I'm just going to insist that it's magic and fun at this point. Dude, it, it's unbelievable. And that's such a fun matchup because of how good Tampa Bay's power play is. You know what I mean? I think they're, I, I don't remember what that, I think they're like almost 40%. I think they're like 37 something which is absolutely insane. So you have this legitimate David and Goliath story where Tampa's offense and just everything, which usually is what happens when you're about 20 million over cap is that your Hmm. team's unbelievable. And then you mix that in with a team who is unbelievably an underdog. I don't think there's a single person from the beginning of this season. Who's not a diehard Habs fan that said, Hey, by the way, the Habs are going to be in the Stanley cup finals. And they're, in my opinion, I don't think they're nearly as much of an underdog as everybody thinks. Like, from your perspective, following them as much as you have, even just through the playoffs or whatever, how well do they match up with this Tampa Bay Lightning team? It's tough because Tampa Bay has all the skill that Toronto has. They have the goaltending that Winnipeg has. They have that heavy, you know, experienced hockey style that Vegas has. And they do it just better. 
because they've been here before. They're so good. Patrick, <laughs> they have Patrick Maroon playing in his third consecutive Stanley Cup. Yeah. You have guys like Stamkos, who's been here before, Braden Point, who's been here before, and um, Nikita Kucherov, who's been here before, Ryan McDonough, who's been here before, Victor. They're experienced. They're skilled. They have one shot, one kill potential, and it's up to the Canadians now. How can we take them off their game like they did Toronto, like they did Winnipeg, like they did Vegas? We know that they can take good teams off their game plan, but can Tampa get to that first? Because Vegas couldn't do it. Winnipeg couldn't do it. Toronto couldn't continue doing it. It's it's going to be tough. It, it's meant to be. If the Stanley Cup was going to be easy, it would be handed out to anybody midway through the season. So right. it's scary, but at the same time, it's like, if you told me that Montreal is going to play Tampa in the Stanley Cup final at the start of the playoffs, it would have been like, why would I write about this? It's going to be Tampa in three. It, it's not going to be a contest. And now it's Carey Price can steal games. You have Cole Caulfield, who is just on fire right now. There's the potential there for it. It all depends on who gets their game implemented first, who who breaks the team that only bends so far. Because right. both teams have bent and snapped back so far. It's going to be who snaps first now. How good is that line of young kids, by the way? Since you mentioned, <laughs> I love Cole Caulfield so goddamn. Oh well, yeah, he's wearing his jersey, Jonesy. He's got his jersey well, on, his Laval Rocket jersey. Yeah. On this as he because should, Cole Caulfield's the man, dude. It, and the and thing he didn't is, fucking start the playoffs in the lineup. What the what a crap! I know, shit. I know. You got to be kidding me, dude. I saw that, uh, and even I mean, listen to ch- Chicklets and Whitney was like, "What the fuck is wrong with the Habs?" Well, dude, not even like that. electric in every facet of the game. He, I, oh my god! So the game, I think it was the clinching game. I know he, he scores a million goals. Apparently, he, you think like, oh, a couple of these goals are like, oh, you know, right place, wrong time, whatever. Like yeah, everybody, whatever. And then he just like wheels and deals and looks like he's been doing this for ten years. I go, what the hell is going on with this kid? Yeah. So Dude, my it, favorite part about Caulfield in the playoffs is Leonard stones him in game four in the game that Leonard steals. And he goes, ah, oh, he was going to go five hole. He was going to go high. I had him scouted. And Caulfield says to John Lou of TSN, he's like, oh, I'm glad he opened his mouth uh, because I can learn from that. And then the next game he scores on flurry on, you know, he goes high on flurry. And then he get the next chance he got on Robin Leonard. He put that shit top corner over the glove and it's and then you know has a little swagger walk afterwards into the corner to celebrate he's 20 years old and talking shit and backing it up like he's been here forever he's so good he had as many goals as vegas's forward core did in that series he's go he's not just going to be a star he is going to be a superstar and I took shit from Leaf fans who told me Nick Robertson's going to be better. And Avs fans are like, Alex Newhook's going to be better. And guess what? Caulfield's the one still in the playoffs. He's the one doing all this incredible stuff. And his rookie season hasn't even started yet. Like, just Unreal. bonkers. And Nick Suzuki's playing at almost a point-per-game pace at 20 years old in the playoffs over his first two seasons. Like, unreal by Mark Bergevin to not only improve his team – but not give up either, either of them to do it. Like, well, yeah, I was going to say that so Suzuki good. trade worked out for for Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I, oh. So here's the thing is I love Max Pacioretty. I'm always going to love Max Pacioretty. I think he's a hell of a player, but that trade is a win for both teams for very different reasons. And the fact that it was Suzuki coming back to haunt Vegas, there was a tweet from uh, one of the goalie people I follow. It's like, oh, Vegas, someone you traded away came back to beat you in the playoffs. Congratulations, you're a real NHL franchise now. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, right. so good. <laughs> and Thomas Tatar's not even playing in the playoffs. He scored 60 points last year. Like, this team is a- a- unbelievably unreal. And I can't, I can't find the words to describe how much fun it's been this playoff run so far. Dude, I'm having fun watching it. And a big part of it is just like we've just been talking about. I feel like this the youth that they have now is a huge advantage to years that years past where they just kind of didn't have that spark. Like they're always they're always good. Like when they're good, they're always good. They just grind you down and you hate playing against Montreal. Like as a Rangers fan, I hate playing against Montreal because it's brutal. It's a bloodbath. You have that mutant Shea Weber in the back. It's just the worst. But now they're like, like you said, you use the perfect word. They got this swagger that they usually don't have. And it's like fun. Like it's like this team is fun to watch. It's it's crazy. And I like I can't believe like that 
we are going to really like see them in the state. I still, I'm just, I can't believe it. I really am. It's, it's crazy. Cause I didn't see this coming at all. We, we sat there after game six or after they beat Vegas, my coach and I we usually record about 10 to 15 minutes after the game, if I'm finishing up writing or something like that. And they record like our instant reaction for our Twitter account or whatever. And we sat there for almost an hour and a half and went, is this actually happening? Like not only were they like, you know, going to the cup final, they did so by beating some really good teams. Right. <clears throat> and Caulfield's part of that. Kotkaniemi is part of that. The defense is part of that. Carey Price is part of that. And I can go through each series and it's just every single time someone stands out. It's Corey Perry, who I like you. I can't believe that I love Corey Perry. He's got like, nine points, man. Come on. Like just, he's ripping it up. Corey Perry in the playoffs, different monster. Eric Stahl, who was absolute dog water when he came over from Buffalo, decided, hey, I've still got something in the tank here. Like Paul Byron has arguably the goal of the playoffs, scoring, switching knees to score shorthanded while falling down in game one against Toronto. Like, and then you have the top line. They have like five total points, but they've shut down Mark Stone, Max Pacioretty, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, Blake Wheeler. Mark Shifley shut himself down. That's neither here nor there, but yeah, they're so good <laughs> at what they do. And it's so much fun to watch because opposing teams just go, I don't know. I got nothing. Mark Stone put up goose eggs in an right. entire series. And that's bonkers because Mark Stone's good as hell at hockey. Yeah. And he got shut down by Phil Deneau and Arturi Lekkanen for six straight games. It's impressive stuff. And on top of that, you have, he's not here, so I'll say it. Ravioli, Ravioli, Tyler Toffoli has a sneaky 14 points in the playoffs. The young kids have been so good that we haven't even noticed how good Tyler Toffoli's been. And the thing is, I, f- I love this, right? Because I, it's the curse of the West Coast hockey. Brad knows, especially because he's a Blues fan. People like tend to forget how good some of the guys in the West Coast are. Tyler Toffoli is such a legit hockey player, and he's gotten no credit up until, you know, with the exception of the runs they had in Los Angeles. But now it's like, hey, man, this kid's flat out good. And I shout out Jim Benning. Uh, we ran yeah, out of time to yes, sign Tyler yeah. Toffoli. Like, Jim, Jim, Jimbo, bring bring it in real quick, buddy. Are you an idiot? Like, what are you doing? You can sign Tanner Pearson immediately when you want to, but you don't have $4.25 million for Tyler Toffoli. Like, Mark Bergevin made out like a bandit this offseason. Joel Edmondson rock solid on the back end with Jeff Petrie on the penalty kill. Josh Anderson, the power horse, 20 goals in the regular, or almost 20 power goals in the regular horse. season, and just a monster against Vegas. And then Tyler Tafoy, like you said, 14 points, a bunch of them on series clinching goals to empty netters, a gate series winner against Winnipeg. And we're not talking about it because of how good the team has been overall right. and just sneaky, sneaky good. And I don't even think he's playing at a hundred percent, which is scary if you're opposing teams, honestly. Yeah, and then it goes, he's you know he's got five power play points, which is awesome. Shout out Jim Benning. They're gonna the Canucks gonna Canucks. That's just what happens. Maurice, as a Boston Bruins fan, how does this feel right now? And I'm I'm sure Scott is gonna love your response. I hate it. It's weird. <laughs> I I don't want Tampa to win. So put it on record. Go Habs, go. Go Habs, go. go we won't Habs, tell go. anybody in Bruins on, Nation. No, <laughs> tell anyone let them know. Nation. Let them know because everybody here is like, okay, I guess. Go Habs, go. <laughs> well, lots of question marks around that. But um, I was freezing over. Literally in Boston, it's like hell's front porch over here. But then again, it's like 10 degrees in my bedroom, hence the flannel. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. I'm sweating over here. It's cold <laughs> in my room and it is hot in my entire house. So oh, man. I, I can't sleep in heat. I have to have it nice and cold. So, but anyways, uh, back to my point, go Habs go. I don't like this, but honestly, it's really fun to watch. Also, I am also a Vegas fan. So that was really, really tough to, for me to watch, but my dad was loving it at the same time. He loves oh, good God. hockey. Dad was just thriving. But he's like, these guys look like the West Coast Bruins. They look like shit. I was like, yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> sounds about fucking right, Dad. <laughs> they look like shit. 
Oh my god. Welcome to half of my Canadian season recap. How'd the game go? Ah, they look like shit. (laughs) Ad nauseum for three goddamn months. So. And it's like, it's so weird because I, for someone who is in all Boston's everything, we had one Habs fan in my high school and like growing up with him. In 2011, we brought him broomsticks. Oh. We brought him broomsticks to school. Brought him into bio. And now people are on his page apologizing to him. (laughs) Hey, Travis, remember 2011 when we brought you broomsticks into biology? What would happen (laughs) if Bobby Orr heard all these Bruins fans say go Habs go? He would probably be like, you guys fucking suck. Shut the fuck uh, up and sit down. Have why, are, why are we besmirching Chicago Blackhawks legend Bobby Orr like this? Like, oh you- <laughs> my god! Oh my oh. god! All right. She just, well, she just had a sip of that cup of water. You better watch. Oh my god! Out. Yeah. So everybody that's listening in New England, turn the pot off. Uh, um, turn it off. I'm so, gonna wake up. There's gonna be a brick through my car window or something. Not even. It might just be a deer. So <laughs> swing it, Jonesy. When you get home. And we go out for a brewski or, oh, hit, yeah. the, or hit the links. How are you going to feel? Because I'm in love with what I'm about to say. My wardrobe looks like Mark Bergevin. I got the red suit on. Because, God, I love the red suit. <laughs> oh, listen, as a man who truly does love the burger van, that, first of all, his lettuce is flawless. Is it not? <laughs> I've been meaning to it's, ask you about I that. I don't even know. I don't know how it's physically possible for the man's lettuce to be this way. But then he wears these fire suits, dude. Like I, you, we know this. We've gone over this on the pod. I don't wear red. It's just not in my for. It's not in my closet. You need to wear the red suit. I'll get a blue one, and it'll yeah. be electric. Yeah, dude, it'll be awesome. I'm oh, a big on. fan. His hair. It reminds me like when he jumps up and down and celebrates. It reminds me of in dodgeball when they're talking about oh. Dwight's hair or White's hair, and it's just like, hey, that's beautiful, Cotton. That's what I feel like. It's amazing. It is. It's and it's every time he gets so juiced up and so yes. stoked, it's like man, dude, I love it. God, it's fucking awesome. That's like part of why I'm on the Habs wagon. Uh, to be fairly honest, Scott is like it's it's yeah, the team's great, but like I'm all in on Mark, dude. Like seriously, <laughs> he's so much fun to watch in the press box. And Leeds fans had a field day when he had that uh, goalie interference challenge. Like, yeah, look at him pointing at the TV, and we're gonna turn this into memes about this and that. And then guess what? They fucking won. So you got to eat your words now. And then that red suit just became lucky. Every elimination game, that man shows up red suit with a wink, and he is just about it. I Because I cut all the highlights for eyes on the prize, and every time they cut to him, like in there, when I'm like, this is a goal, so I'm going to watch. And the man almost puts his fist through the ceiling of the press box, and it's like, that's the energy I want in life. This is a guy that, again, after Toronto, he's running down the stairs. He didn't take the elevator. That man might have jumped from the press box and ran down there, honestly. I mean, he's probably got, you know, legs like this, so the impact is nothing. But that dude loves his team. He bet on himself. He put himself out there this season. He spent to the cap. He went and got Josh Andrews. He went and did this. Hell, yeah. Let that dude celebrate. Let that dude live with that. You know, he's got the white hair and everything flowing behind him. He's got the big old Heisenberg mustache and everything walking oh my around act like a 65-year-old monster. Like he's the he's the Vince McMahon of hockey. Pretty much. Like it's like I imagine walking in, like, hey Kyle, and he just kind of like dunks him in a toilet and keeps going into the GM meetings. Like, what's the he gonna red do? suit of death? It's pretty awesome, much. Dude. He looks like the fucking Joker. Like someone Dude, did he does. He does. They photoshopped his head onto the Joker dancing on the steps after game six. And it's oh. so good because you can't tell the difference. Oh, my God. So you're obviously really engaged with the fan base to an extent where you're either telling them they're stupid or just talking to them, <laughs> which is what I've noticed. So big, big shout out to our, our number one fan, Drew. Uh, he's going to listen back to this later. He's a huge Habs love fan. You, Drew. Jonesy will love this. He, they can finally golf up there. He played two rounds of 18 today. <laughs> just trying Fucking to make up. Yeah, he's trying to make up for time. So shout out, Drew. Because um, me and Drew talk a lot, and you, you might – I don't know how much you've been into this or not, and I, I won't get too much into it, but the fans in Canada needs this bad because they got nothing else. 
cats. Babies. <laughs> they are slowly opening things back up. Uh, Quebec is going to, or Montreal is going to what's called a green zone up there. So more things are opening back up. And so here's the thing about game six. Uh, that was St. Jean-Baptiste. It, that was a federal holiday. So everyone yeah. has been day drinking since 10 a.m. that day celebrating. Yes, they were. And then they put an elimination game on the same day. And it's like, no matter what, it's going to be a shit show outside. And Love they won. It. And the someone, my favorite tweet is it cuts to the crowd. And there's this <sighs> busy tent getting rocked back and forth. And someone went, it doesn't stand a chance. R.I.P. Vizzy Tent, you never had a chance. And there's fireworks. There's people throwing pylons in the cop cars. And it's like, you all knew this was going to happen. Right. Like, it's St. Jean-Baptiste. This is one of the biggest holidays in Quebec. And you put the Habs elimination game at home on the same day. They knew it was coming. They Dude. knew this was coming. And it wasn't even that bad. One no. cop car got flipped over. There was some fireworks. Everyone relax. Vancouver was still worse. Everyone yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say, like I was gonna say there's a it got a cop car on its side, there's a guy hanging from a sign. I was like, Who do you guys think you are, Vancouver? Dude, we're really piling it on Canucks today. This is great. <laughs> I dude, I but that's like the thing that drove it kind of drove me nuts because there was legitimately more people outside the arena than there was inside the arena. Now, I understand they got it. They're doing whatever they're doing. I, I don't live in Canada, so I don't know what's going on, but whatever. So here's my thing. I saw a post. I believe it was Hockey Collective on Instagram. Shout out Hockey Collective. If any of you listen to the show, chances are no, but if you don't, you should. Apparently, I don't know if any of you saw the ticket prices to game three. It's cheaper to fly to Tampa and go to game one than it is to buy tickets to game three. The cheapest ticket is like eleven thousand dollars. Yeah, that's it. That's a same. I'm sorry. That's, <laughs> that's a literally car. my college tuition. <laughs> Someone fuck? will pay for. It. So people will pay. Know. Those tickets are going to sell out. Do you remember Game Six in uh, Montreal against Toronto, where two Leaf yeah. fans drove from Toronto to Montreal and bought two tickets at Center Ice at like nineteen hundred bucks a piece, only to watch the Leafs get their dick stomped in in overtime. And the guy was caught on film with his jersey tucked into his jeans, looking like a doofus, <laughs> chanting, enjoy your last game at Habs fans. And then they got stomped in overtime. That's so embarrassing. It's, it's moments that, pred that predate disaster. Like, if there's one of those hockey accounts for it, I need that guy to be in there because it's, oh, man. Just imagine spending almost four grand to watch that shit oh. happen in person. Well, that's Disney. the that's the thing is you have to buy you still have do you still have to buy two tickets you can't buy one right yeah it's two tickets together because they're doing like I think it's like Pods. two or three seats yeah so. that is okay so if you buy two tickets right at at eleven eleven stacks a piece dude that's that is the MSRP on my brand new truck like that's yeah. banana lance. Like the amount that it costs for tickets could pay off my student loans and a yes. of my girlfriend's law school student loans, which is not cheap. Not cheap. <laughs> so, Where'd she go to law school? Syracuse. Good for her. Holy sugar. So she graduated last fall. Uh, so last winter time has no meaning anymore. So I'm actually yeah. moving time, to Buffalo. Time isn't real. Future. Yeah. Time time's isn't not real. real. I'm moving to Buffalo actually in the near future. So time's not real, dude. That's awesome. So yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Cause I remember seeing that. I was like, you know, I, I wanted to like post, I was going to like use my own personal life when they, those seats you were talking about, but like, just to put in perspective, for those of you who don't understand, you could pay my mortgage, my grid bill, my water bill, my spectrum bill, my cell phone and my truck payment all off of that. That's crazy, bro. How many people are they letting in? I didn't see. I think I it's more than it was, right? It was 3,500 for the series against Vegas where they let in more people. I'm assuming with Monday's announcement that that's going to go up even more. I don't know if it'll be like the U.S. where there's kind of like, ah, screw it, everyone's in. But I Literally. do think banana lands, dude. Oh man, yeah. It, which was wild. one? It's like, hey, Montreal played in a bubble, and then they went to Vegas, and their coach got COVID, and now Joel Armia has COVID. And everyone's just kind of like, oh, oh. Yeah, I saw. I was going to ask you about Joel. So he can't travel with the team, right? He's not traveling. We don't know if it's a positive test, symptoms, mm, close contact right. yet. We'll find out more on Monday. Uh, we were given the update as of you know that it could be anything. He could be asymptomatic for all we know. And it's just precaution right. because 
the last thing we need is the Stanley Cup being delayed two weeks, and I have to figure out how to fill content for two weeks of that. So, well, yeah, all other, right, yeah, <laughs> not good. Not no, good. I was gonna say outside of that, but we'll figure out what happens with that uh, tomorrow morning. I assume that they're gonna keep him for 14 days, like they did Ducharme, who will be back for Game Three. Thankfully, no symptoms, and I assume this is related to that. He already had COVID back in March, so uh, we're hoping that. Uh, it's nothing too serious. He's, he's a good guy. And um, obviously if we, the last thing anyone wants is any kind of outbreak right now, especially oh my God. how close we are to normal life. The last thing we want is this to happen. Right. Again, so I, shout out to shout out to that situation too, by the way, you have a team who literally changed coaches in the middle of the season is in the Stanley cup. I mean, that's crazy. Montreal's had four coaches that have won playoff games in the last two years. Chloe and- Julian, Eric Muller, Dominic Ducharme and Luke Richardson. <laughs> It's the dumbest. It's the dumbest, funnest team I've ever seen. And they're I like the Mets, to... Jonesy. They're the Blues. <laughs> they are, dude. Oh dude, my they're god. They're the Blues of two years ago. Mike Yo's out. Bruby's in. They're the worst team in the league in December. They go to the Cup. No one thinks they can do it. They get there and then they win it. Yeah. Speaking of the Blues in the Cup, because I, I, she's going to kill me if I don't mention this. The CEO had called the specific score of Game Seven which I didn't think was possible. Well, it was four to one. Me and her, we had just started dating. We sit down, had a beer in my hand. And then she's like, what do you think? And I go, you don't go into Boston game seven. And like, that's brutal. You don't win that game. So I think, I think the Bruins are going to win. She goes, I think the final score is going to be four to one. I think the blues are going to win. And it was. So she wanted me to tell everybody shout out to this pick before the cup starts. Habs and six game six score three to one. Is what she says. So if that happens, if that happens, I'm picking up shop and I'm moving out of the state. Honestly, Sam's been right a lot, almost every time, a lot. So a lot. I mean, I think she's got some witchcraft going on over there. That no, she's not telling us. I so, um, does she play I, with like crystals or anything? Tarot not cards. that I know of, but she does have the elder wand in her bedroom. Okay, there you <laughs> so, go. That could be it. So that's it. I wanted to touch base on this. I don't know if anybody else has thought, had this thought. I have weird thoughts I put in the group chat all the time. But, Scott, you kind of brought it up a little bit. Do you think the fact that now they've played in front of a crowd is, is like a, that's, that is a huge thing, right? Because, like you said, they've literally played in the bubble up until they played in Vegas. So the fact that they have that, like, maybe shake it out of their – out of their system because you could tell the first game in Vegas was kind of like culture shock. Now that that's over and they have to go into Amelie Arena, which has been a brutal place to play, even though some games it sounds like a library for some reason. Do you think that helps them going forward? Like that kind of just boosts the swagger, if you will, of this team? I I do. And I think being in front of their own fans who 3,500 of them sounded louder than some fans at other. Dude, that place was ballistic. And no one hates and loves the Canadians fans more than Canadians fans. Like if you screw up in front of them, they're going to boo you. And they played so well that Vegas fans booed their own team off the ice in game five and laid them out of their own building. Laid them five. out. Of the- <laughs> there were more Habs fans in Vegas than I think people are willing to give credit for there. And I assume the same thing will happen in Florida. You have all the snowbirds and everyone who goes down there. Like, I think that playing in front of that Vegas crowd definitely helped. And the biggest thing is like we talked about earlier, whoever gets their game going first, if the crowd's out of it, you got an advantage to a team that's used to playing in front of less than that, who has the guys playing the way that they have all year. Right. It's a huge, huge swagger boost for them, honestly. For sure. And I I think too, especially throughout the series, if they start letting more and more people in, because Jonesy, I don't know if you remember this or not, but again, we mentioned earlier, shout out to Mark Mowers. When he was in the league, he said the worst place to play was in Montreal. Said it's just brutal. There's something about the building. Like, cause it's, it's not super old, like it's not ancient, but it's an older building. It's a little smaller as far as the roof feels compared to the rest of the new arenas. And the, the way the sound in that building just it it's like the odd, right, dude? It's just it's it's brutal. Playing these older buildings is tough. Even if there's only like say there's only like five thousand people in there, it sounds more like ten. Like it's and those fans are insane because every generation of their family for the past hundred years has been an abs fan. Hmm. So that's that fandom runs deep as opposed to shout out to the kids that keep chirping cats in the Instagram DMs. You guys have been oh fans God. for like twenty years. Why don't you relax down there in Tampa, okay? 
who uh, whoever called us on the Instagram, I'm going to find you and gouge your eyes out and put them back in. Was that Spats, Jonesy? Did you do you know? Oh, you don't even look at the Instagram, at do you? At all. Jonesy. So, so Pat Spatuzzi and Will Kelly have been harassing cats via the DMs because they're in Tampa. Oh, I didn't know Spats was. I, I knew Will was. But Dude. Yeah. Somebody called him and I almost picked up it's, and I was asleep. The pause okay. DMs between scams and disgruntled Tampa fans is a gong show. It's great. <laughs> it's completely pets. insane. Next well, time yes. I will answer. Dude, you should. Honestly, they're going to be not? like, who's this? Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm going to find you and throw you into the Charles River. No one's going to find your body. Nobody's going to find your body. Nobody's going to find your body. <laughs> Trust oh, me, men disappear. There is a murderer. There is a serial killer in Boston, and they can't figure it out. And there's another one popping up, taking women. They're in winding Boston. up in they're winding up in the Merrimack River in New Hampshire. Wait, is this a true story good. currently this right is now? True. This oh, is okay. A, this I thought you were giving us like a history lesson. Oh, oh my god. god. No, 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 no. This, this has been going on. This has been going on for a while. <laughs> women have been disappearing like men have been in the past couple of years. They've been just winding up. It's a smiley face killer. I guess. I don't know. They just disappear out of thin air. Dude, that's one of my favorite conspiracy theories ever. The Concord River, the Merrimack River. What do you want, child? Um, hello, kitten. Yes, Gizmo would like to say hello. <laughs> dude, have you ever seen those commercials? The Hello Kitten commercials. They're the best, dude. Oh, do you God. have anything to say? Yeah, what no? do you think? Haves and sex? She said yes. She goes, yes. Haves and sex. Haves and sex. Dude. Oh, uh, man. So let's get back to the task of being here. Scott. Yeah. What is your unbiased, as a hockey fan, prediction? Let's pretend you don't cover the Habs for a living. And let's pretend that you're just a fan. You lay down. If you had to make a prediction on this series, what would it be? There are two parts of my brain that are equally fighting each other right now. <laughs> and they both are saying the same thing for very different reasons. Uh, Tampa and six. Ooh! So, so I'm going to defend myself with this one, though. Go ahead. The fan part of my brain is that every time anyone picks the Habs to do anything, they suck. So I'm counting Very on everyone betting against the team and then proving them all wrong again. And Love the that. other part of me is going, hey, um, the Habs probably weren't supposed to be here at all. Tampa and six isn't that crazy. Getting to six games in the Stanley Cup final, a year where you finished 18th with an interim, interim head coach and a rookie NHL coach and the goalie coach on the bench is pretty goddamn impressive. Like, it's not the end of the world. So... I'm I'm betting on everyone picking Tampa because reasons, and then I get to just enjoy it when Montreal surprises anybody for any amount of games at that point. You think you'll get a parade? Oh, the, oh! I have a theory on this, Scott. If I you would wanna. like to know. I, I well, one, if they don't make an official parade, the fans will make their own. Yeah. There's, okay. there's a photo from against Winnipeg of the fans carrying a traffic pylon like the Stanley Cup in <laughs> front of the arena, and it's, it's incredible. It's so good that I guarantee you there will be a parade, though. There is no way that they won't have a parade, especially with everything getting opened again. They will march down St. Catherine Street. Well, it'll be a drunk. Trudeau's a Habs fan. Yeah, well, there's yeah. that, too. <laughs> He'll fucking march it right down the 401 through Ottawa and Toronto just to rub the goddamn thing in their faces. It'll be hilarious. He's going he's gonna to pull, a, uh, he's gonna pull like our, our, our governor and be like, hey, uh, my daughter's wedding's uh, next week. Uh, everything's open. Yeah, right. We're good. We're good now. We're good now. Um, so yeah, you guys uh, have your Stanley Cup parade up in Canada. Go ahead. And uh, dude, because like he's been waiting for this forever. He's not an old guy. He's been waiting no. for this. I like, his on. dad got to see his dad got to see the dynasty. So yeah. he's too young for them, but he caught the tail end of some of it. He's seen cup wins, but he hasn't seen this team get their cup chance until now. So he's he's living in this right now. So, so. speaking of that. Because the last time we had you here, which was a blast, one of our favorite episodes, well, one of my favorite episodes, because you're one of the few people that have come on here and talked sense, which is great. Um, does this, if they pull this off, and I say pull this off because they're an underdog, if they pull this off and Carey Price prevails, by the way, the video of his wife holding his kids sleeping was Hilarious. awesome. Dude, oh, awesome. Great. Oh, so great. If he pulls this off, does he finally get the respect of the Habs fans that he deserves? 
if he hasn't had the respect of Habs fans before he signed that $84 million contract, uh, he was ticket. never going to get it. Like What a ticket. And that's the thing is the dude has done everything for this franchise. They almost ran him out of town. He came back after 2010, took the starter spot, took the eventual cup champions to seven games in overtime and was incredible. And then went on to win a gold medal, every trophy under the sun, and just be the backbone of this franchise. If one, he's going to get Conn Smythe votes, win or lose in this series at this point. That's just a foregone conclusion. But if Habs fans aren't giving him the respect he deserves already, and they won't give to him after this series, they're never going to do that. And there's some ax to grind there that I just say, maybe go touch grass and see a therapist. It might actually help you deal with whatever's going on up in your head here. Oh man. Therapy will help. Well, cause here's the thing now, right? So even if what <laughs> win or lose, you got price on contract now through what is it? 20, 2025, 2026. Oh, I think it is 2025, 2026. Cause that ticket's huge, right? Like you said, it was 84 sheets. Like that's a massive contract. So you have a chance to either win a cup this year or potentially with the young group you have now, maybe make a run out of this the next couple of years while price still has a couple of good years. And it's because then again, we talked about it. You don't have no slouch as a backup for once back there. You got Jake Allen, who's got the experience. Shout out Jonesy. Um, it's brutal. They're just brutal. Um, so, cause I remember the first time you were on, you said that there's some old school Habs fan that since he doesn't have a Stanley cup, just kind of doesn't get it. So now I think even, even getting here. And if you guys can make a couple more runs, I mean, dude, I, he's, I, I don't know. I just have so much respect for Carey Price watching him and Lundqvist go at it in the playoffs for so many years and just watching him do what he does. Like, that's why it's been so hard for me to hate Montreal like as a kind of rival-ish. Like, I, I just, I don't know. He's so much fun to watch. He like, I don't know. He just seems like such a good guy. <laughs> it's like, he's like, he looks like a guy I'd like to have a beer with. When Carey Price is on his game, difficult things look easy. And yeah. that's how you know. Like, he had that pad save against Mark's, um, against Alex Tuck in game three against Vegas and at that point you went Vegas isn't winning this game right he made that save and you just go with they're not winning this game Carey Price is he's done with your shit right now right right. he's absolutely done and if he were to win in the state if he were to win the Stanley Cup this year get his Conn Smythe which if they win the cup Carey Price is the runaway Conn Smythe winner I will hear no arguments against that his numbers going up in the rafters as soon as they're done as soon as he retires there's no doubt about that it should go up anyways Right, But, like, this just locks that in. The, the cup argument goes out the window. He's got another award. He'll have won anything there is to win in hockey. Calder Cup, World Junior Gold, Olympic Gold, Stanley Cup, Vesna, Hart, Jennings, everything. There's nothing that Carey Price as a goalie wouldn't have won at that point. And you can't deny the man his place in Canadians history there. No. I mean, you're talking right now currently through the playoffs. After all the weapons that he's faced, that's Toronto, everything in Winnipeg, and Las, the Las Vegas Golden Knights. For those of you who don't know the weapons on the team, I suggest you go look them up. 2.02 goals against average with a .934 save percentage. Unbelievable. I mean, that's ridiculous. So even if they even if they don't win the series, it's 100% not Carey Price's fault, right? I mean, they no. haven't even played a game. You already know. And like you said it perfectly. I was watching, I think, I can't remember which game it was. It doesn't matter. It's probably all of them. I'm sitting watching the game, and I'm just blown away by the things he's doing. And CEOs upstairs, like watch, kind of watching, like not impressed. I'm like, it doesn't. It's exactly what you said. It's like it doesn't look like it's that big of a deal because he makes it look so easy. He legitimately is Jonesy. I'll shout out to the Blues. Remember how hot Bennington was on the Cup run? That's Carey Price all the time. Is is bananas. And no disrespect to the Habs, but he's been on some garbage teams and he's still done the same thing. He's like that's why him and Henrik Lundqvist are like so similar, right? Lundqvist had some shit teams and he got teams to the playoffs that had no business making the playoffs. And then they played Montreal a couple of those times and it was insane. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't know if they don't win this, it's not Carey Price's fault. And if they do win this, I mean, I might order a price Jersey. I don't know. I might spontaneously combust putting on a Hab sweater, but it's very fun watching the, this entire playoff run because, like, Toronto was all Carey Price. He got them there, and then the scoring showed up. Winnipeg was – they just kicked the shit out of the Jets. In Vegas, it was both, and now it's like Carey Price is both the reason they're here but also not the only reason they're here. It's – And hot at the right time. It's a perfect combination. Yeah. Is that It's not all on Carey Price, but damn if he ain't making it look good on the way there, so – 
I can't believe he's only 33. He, like, I feel like he's been around for so long that, like, Seriously. I forget. You know the what I mean? Like, drafted in 2005. Dude. <laughs> and my favorite part of that story is that Doug McLean, who was the GM of the Columbus Blue Jackets at the time, when finding out Montreal was going to take Carey Price, is he puts down the phone, looks at everyone in the room, and goes, they're taking the goalie, and gets excited, and then taking drafted the Gilbert Brule. Oh my God. They're taking the goalie. That's such a great story. It is one of those moments in history where you go, oh, you dumb bitch. And just (laughs) like, can't help but laugh at it. It's man. Dude. (laughs) The last time there was a Montreal Canadiens team that didn't have uh, Carey Price on the roster, or at least in the system, because I assume that he wasn't up his first year. The year before that, the Expos were still in town. (laughs) It was a lockout. (laughs) That's so crazy, dude. It's almost two decades. That's That's how long Carey Price has been here. He went through his bleach blonde. I highly suggest you look up what Carey Price looked like. He didn't have blonde hair. Stop. Dude, really? Oh, oh, dumb. Do they have frosted tips or just like full blonde? Do you have your phone on you right now? I do. I do. Please Google Carey Price blonde hair so we can get your live reaction to this. Carey Price. Oh my god! It's okay, whoa, so- whoa, 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 whoa! I got Carrie Price beard. I'm gonna look up blonde hair for you. Oh, oh no! <laughs> no! <laughs> oh my god! He looks like he's a Backstreet Boy. Yes! It's he looks so like one good. of the Paul brothers. He looks no. like Logan Paul. Oh no! Ew! <laughs> and my favorite thing is his goalie pads at that time had fucking stars on them too. Oh, it's that's amazing! So, it's there is now on the Tri City building up there in uh, Washington is the big blown up Carey Price with his iTech star pads, and it is so good. It is mid 2000s hockey at its best. Ew. Dude, these, now I'm looking at Carey Price with a beard, and he looks like, he looks like the Canadian Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Dude, <He's> great. <laughs> oh, man. It's just like, it's crazy. Like, he's been in the league for so long. And like so good for so long that you didn't think, and it's like almost doesn't make any sense that this hasn't happened before. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, it's like I don't know when they showed like all the time, like how far he's gone because they brought that graphic up after Game Six or whatever, and I was like, I can't really believe that this is the first time this man's going to play for the Cup. But at the same time, I guess I kind of can because again, like we mentioned, there's been a lot of Habs or Habs teams that were just absolute donkey water. Yeah. It, this is the culmination of so many years of suffering under Michelle Therrien and Randy Cunningworth and all this other crap and that the man's finally getting his due and that everyone's going to buy it's like, oh, he wasn't good during the regular season. Guess what? You don't award the Stanley Cup in the regular season. Oh, man sorry. could have been an 800 goalie in the regular season. Who cares? There are four games, four games from the Stanley Cup final. If you would have told me that two months ago, I would have thought you're full of shit. And yeah. Carey Price deserves this moment, and we haven't talked about it. Shea Weber's playing in his first Stanley Cup final. That's a dude who's been around the block, too. Absolute mutant. Yeah. You've got then Corey Perry trying to get one last cup in. Eric Stahl trying to get one last cup in. You have guys, so many good dudes on this team. Like, I love Paul Byron to death. That tiny man makes me extremely happy when he does things. There are so many people on here who are going to get what they deserve out of this, whether they win or not. And I'm glad they're getting that moment in the spotlight right now. You got the kids who are going to have a ton of other cracks at this, but you got some of these older guys. They don't have all the time in the world left. You know, Weber's not young. Petrie's not young. Price isn't young. This is their shot for that. And you can't help but root for that kind of underdog story. No offense to Tampa who has their own old dudes, but like there's some guys on this Canadians team. This is uh that one last big heist kind of feel to this right now. And I, it's exciting. You want to cheer for these people right now. It's like that, uh, Marissa, you will have, you wouldn't know, but it's like, I forgot who it was. I know both of you, uh, both of you guys are baseball fans. It's like, I forgot who said those, some guy that wrote for like the LA times in the 88 world series, you know, the Kirk Gibson game. Oh, and he yeah. heard one of them say, he's like, he thinks he can give it one good go. <laughs> it's like, that's what this is right now, too. It's like Shea Weber was just like, they think they can give it one good shot. Yeah, and that thing is, Shea Weber, like, never forget, like, a year and a half ago, Nick Caprios is like, by the way, Shea Weber's career might be over. And he went, and I took that personally and came back and just decided to be a total asshole to everybody. Yeah, the like, thing that's crazy, he, dude, I, oh, my God, that missile he dropped the other night, oh, my God. Dude, get out of the way. The playoffs, and it's like, just, 
imagine being a goalie and like, ah, oh, shit, here we go again, and you got to stop that. Well, like, the, when they slowed it down, I'm sure all of you guys saw it, but like, this is what the thing that stood out to me the most is he Leonard literally moved before he'd even released the puck. He's like, I already know where it's going, and the only chance I have to stop it is if I start moving right now, and he was still late. Like, the, yeah, it's yeah. just – it's unbelievable. I stress it didn't come out of the back of the net. The it, man it's... uses a piece of rebar to shoot with, basically. Like <laughs> yeah. it's it. The, there's no flex to his stick at yeah. all. He like, walks it, past the construction site on the way to the arena and just pulls a piece of rebar out, and that's the stick. In Montreal for that. So yeah, yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. <laughs> oh man, dude, I I don't know. It's been so much fun to watch so far. And that the meme that came out of the Toronto series was the best. It's like, how do you stop like thirty million on one line? It's like a ten million dollar goalie. <laughs> that's the best, dude. Oh, it's so great. Well, we've done about 45. Probably want to keep it a little tight here. Before I get to your clothing thoughts, Scott, either you two degenerates got anything else you'd like to say? Marissa, we start with you. Oh, no. <laughs> Besides wearing a flannel in the end of it's June. It's cold. It's cold in my room, okay? It's cold Listen. in my room. She doesn't it's... have a mic stand today. She's just holding on to it. No, I'm just holding on to it. I, don't, oh, I threw my mic know. stand. She's about to drop sick beat. She's like, yo, buy my mixtape. Literally, my, my mixtape will come out <laughs> eventually. <laughs> Who knows? Oh. I think like by the end of like August, it's gonna be a real estate mixtape about how much I hate the fucking market. <laughs> my new job is really getting to me already. So yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you, you. I don't know if you guys saw in the group chat about my boss's podcast. I did. Hey. Ah. Oh, speaking of. Yikes. In the. Uh, in the good old state of New Hampshire, you know who's a, a licensed real estate agent out there? My mom. I've already Mark mentioned him Mowers. three times. Mark Mowers. Mowers? Yeah, Mowers. get a hold of Mark. Get a hold of Mark. You ever need any questions? Hey, maybe? listen. He loved the Mowers, if you're listening, come by AA Real Estate Group. Nobody believes me that I that you're part of our show sometimes. Um, we're in Tuxbury, <laughs> and we have an office actually in Hudson, New Hampshire, um, if you want to come hang out. Let me know. Oh my God. Yeah, Jonesy, I'm sure you, you didn't hear it, I'm sure, but we were, when I was doing Marty's Legal Stick, the Little Falls pod, we had Mark on. And I said, uh, I was like, hey, Mark, you know, we, Jonesy's still going to expect you to jump on the, uh, the beer league team, kind of skate around some of these dusters. And Scott Kinville, the host of the show, was like, no, no, I'm on the other team. No. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Kinville, yeah, I play against him. Great dude. Awesome guy. Good guy. Dude, yeah, him and uh, what's his name? Jeremy Roberts. I can't remember. Yeah. He's something to do with Jeremy. UC. I think he's a professor or whatever, isn't he? That's kind of crazy. Uh, he's something. something. That Shout out Jeremy Roberts. Whatever. <laughs> Either way, but yeah, Mark said he's got. To, he's gonna bring the clubs. We'll have to. Uh, Love that. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a let's br that's bragging points, right? Playing a playing a couple rounds with an NHL pro. I mean, he's yeah. probably just a stick. Or dude, he's probably filthy. I'm just looking forward to getting crushed by Mowers. Yeah, ex retired NHL player turned real estate agent. You know he's nasty. You know all he's doing is just. Crushing, selling houses, and he's just dropping birdies like no. Dude, model. he's dropping bombs and closing deals does. on the fairway, but exactly That's like all he's they just. Do. Hey, oh uh, yeah, hang on a sec. I got to make this putt, dude. Oh, he's probably an absolute stick. You're right. I know he is. <laughs> well, he claims he can't skate anymore, and I don't believe that for a second. Who fucking? He doesn't need to skate. He's probably just the only thing he's got to do is walk off the, I get out of the golf cart and go hit his ball. Well, no, I mean, I'm just saying in general, like he claims he's not athletic, even though he's like flexing. It was crazy. I mean, guys, he's got he's his president's trophies in the background. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But all right, Jonesy, how do you feel about, about this, 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 uh, this cup fund? What do you think? You don't have to give a pre pre exact prediction, but if you want to tell me a rough idea of what your outcome you think is going to be. Well, I mean, I watched the entire, well, I watched most of the Isles series. Hanging on by a thread. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. I mean, the collie. Staying staying up till four thirty in the morning watching those games, and it um that that Tampa team like they're very frustrating. I, I think even if you are a, a Tampa Bay fan, they're frustrating to you as a fan, and then they're frustrating as an opponent. Vasilevsky is not human. He's just not. He's a freak of nature. I mean, Kucherov just crushing Russian gas right now. Obviously, he's playing with broken ribs. Stammer's alive. The defense is there. Like, Braden Point, who the fuck is this guy? Unreal. Uh, like, just stupid. Barkley, good. They all, they each have a role, and Cooper has them playing it perfectly. Like They have guys on their team 
who would be one of the best players on almost every other team in the league. Right. I mean, aside, <laughs> make from, any sense? aside from Maroon, you know, who's just a big old goon now. He's just got that this greasy lattice and he just wants to fight everybody, but he does his job. Right. Every <laughs> guy does their job, you know. So, I mean, I won't give a prediction just because I haven't watched enough of the Habs. To, I mean, I've watched the, every, like, um, extended highlights and everything like that. And I, and I am pulling for the Habs. Like, I do want them to win. I hate, I don't want a team to repeat, especially a team that's quote, hateable. Cheating. It's hateable. And I mean, if they were wearing their 07 jerseys, Tampa Bay, I'd root for them. But right. I don't like the new ones. <laughs> yeah. If I, w- I listen, I agree with you. That would actually, that would make up for a lot. That would make it up would. for the Capsor convention. That would make up for the incident with the kid. That would or make up for a lot. If they just wore, they just wore those black ones. I just, I don't like these jerseys either. But I don't either. They're too blue. Does that make sense? Wow, you're talking to a guy who loves the color blue. No, I know, but of a blue. Yeah, it's too bland of a blue because it's just a white. Yes, yes, exactly, dude. It's terrible. It's too much. It's just too blue, and then they have too much blue in their arena, and it's just like you guys are doing like you're landing on kind of heavy. You know what I mean? Like you're landing on pretty thin. So if you could just kind of tone it down a little bit, I know you guys got your like whatever they are, the electrical balls and all this stuff. If we could just tone it down a pep. Like you Just already have, you already have a legitimate like basic vacation paradise to live in. Could you simmer down? And great strip <laughs> we got yeah, we got guys in Montreal that have to deal with Quebec winters. Like, come on. Ugh. Ugh. And just being French. Pfft. <laughs> but, but no. So I mean, I hope my hope is that the Habs win because I got no yeah. beef with them. Right. Obviously, being a West Coaster. Right. Um. And Tampa, I just I'm a little salty for what happened with the Isles, and I hope they yeah. don't win. But I, you yeah. know, it's kind of hard to hard to pick against the chalk. But I mean, if Gold yeah. Caulfield can can do what he's supposed to do, I'm all about it. Speaking of being a West Coaster, we got all games in the Stanley Cup Finals this year are East Coast time. Yeah, how bananas is that? Thank God. <laughs> I love it. I'm so stoked. I can actually watch the whole the whole series and not fall like, asleep. Like quickly, the legitimacy of this cup is is all is clear, right? There's no illegitimacy. Hundred percent legitimate. Okay. Hundred percent legitimate. And you know what? I'll tell you why. You know what makes up for that? Hundred percent. The Habs beat the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anybody that said that that the North Division was a slouch, what are you talking about, dude? They, dude, they not only did they beat the Vegas Golden Knights, they got through them handedly. I would say. Right. I mean, come on. So, Marissa, your predictions, Habs and Six? Yes. All right, Habs and Six. I'm Habs and Six. Scott, we know your prediction, but I want your final thoughts before we let you go and hang this up. What do we got to look forward to coming out of the Montreal? Sell me on the Canadians real quick. What do we got to look forward to with the Canadians? Well, he got Carey Price playing the best hockey of his career, like hands down, like channeling peak Patrick Waugh in the playoffs level of good. The, the ghost of Patrick Waugh? <laughs> the, the, so here's the thing. The Canadians were down 3-1 against Toronto, and then Uber Eats made a goddamn commercial where <laughs> Mario Tremblay and Patrick Waugh got together and buried the hatchet. What? And I didn't they, know about that. Yeah, so there's an Uber Eats commercial, and my favorite part is that in the French version, not the English version, they're playing bubble hockey. And he looks at him, and Mario Trombley looks. He's like, Patrick, I suppose your goalie's let in a lot of goals. And Patrick Waugh looks him dead in the eyes and goes, no, he's got a few cups left in him. And that's the end of the commercial. Since that ended, they beat Toronto. They swept Winnipeg and beat the Vegas Golden Knights. That's some curse of the Bambino shit yeah. that happened. Like, it's... I, it blows my mind. The ghosts have finally made their way down St. Catharines and into the Bell Center. There's some super, there's some uh, supernatural shit going on, dude. That's like that's like Bret Hart shaking hands with Shawn Michaels. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's that level of strange. Just Montreal too. Go figure, right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's like Jonesy said too, though. You got Gold Caulfield doing his thing. You got Nick Suzuki doing his thing. If you love, you know, defensive master classes, you love watching Phil Dano. This team has everything in it to possibly make this happen. It's not going to be easy but they're damn sure not going to let Tampa walk all over them without a fight. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a back and forth series. And I don't think either team's going to come out of this going, man, that was, that was a lot easier than I thought. Neither team's coming out of this one uh, unscathed, so to speak. 
Oh, that's awesome. All right. Anybody else got anything before we wrap this up? We're all good. Go ahead. Joel, go. Joel Edmondson, my guy. Crop I want top Eddie, baby. I love I that. Dude. Eddie. <laughs> the dude, man wore awesome. crop top to the Stanley Cup parade and then ate poutine out of the Stanley Cup. How can I not admire that man? Yeah, that's – yeah, that's, I love that guy. I love that. That makes me, like, really – like, I, I have a weird attachment with guys that do wild shit like that. Like, Dan Vogelbeck's one of my favorite baseball players of all time now just because he's a unit. You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> – I don't care he's on Milwaukee. It's awesome. Like, dude, just rules. I don't care. Oh, geez. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we got. Go Habs, go. Uh, ole, 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 all the fun stuff. Um, <laughs> game one, if you're listening, Monday is tonight. Don't miss it, you bums. Uh, head on over to justition.com. Use promo code REALTALK. Save yourself 10% while you're there. Give a shout-out to Cavill and the boys. Head on over to verbero.com uh, slash R-E-I-L-E. Save yourself 5%. Our good friend of the show, Andy Sutton, and his company do a great job with all the lace and grace and hockey gear that you can find. And as always, if you're talking, keep it real, kids. Shout out to Jonesy in Switzerland. 